Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. AEW will always be the number two company in professional wrestling unless they sign Bill Goldberg and put him over the entire elite in a 90 second squash match. Let's talk about it. I'm Andy Murray from What Culture, and no, I don't actually think Goldberg should come to AEW and squash the elites, although the internet's reaction to that would probably make it worth it, to be honest. No, the secret sauce that will take AEW to the next level in wrestling in general, and try and make an attempt at least at toppling WWE's all-conquering empire, is very simple in theory, but very difficult to achieve. In order for AEW to go full Neil Armstrong and take that giant leap, it needs to create a giant mainstream star that catches on with the wider world beyond the wrestling bubble. To begin, let's take a quick broad look at American wrestling as a whole. WWE is number one. That's not my opinion, that is a fact. You look at every single business metric and this company just crushes everything else across the board. I'm talking viewership numbers, I'm talking ticket sales, I'm talking live event gates, I'm talking online reach. WWE is up here and everyone else is over here somewhere. And that doesn't mean you have to like the WWE product. You certainly don't. In fact, you're free to hate it if you want. That's entirely up to you. But it should be said that with WWE's business doing well at the moment, the company's programming is being received a lot more positively since Vince McMahon went out as head of creative and Triple H came in. There's a good vibe by WWE in general and you haven't always been able to say that over the past 20 or so years. It seems like every single premium live event breaks records in some shape or form for that specific brand and WWE is breaking live gate records all over the place as well and ratings are pretty damn healthy at the moment too. And, you know, buzz isn't something that's always measurable. You can't sit here and go, yes, you have 100 buzz and you have 64 other company. But it's fair to say, WWE's pretty hyped up right now. WWE has buzz and AEW kind of doesn't. A quick glance at the way people talk about the company and its current product online will tell you as much and so too will looking at the ratings. Now I'm not going to sit here and bore you with a thousand different numbers about a thousand different things but things have stagnated on the ratings front for AEW for sure. Critically the company is still performing well. Dynamite still does well on a Wednesday night. We should get that out of the way. A lot of people who are not necessarily speaking in good faith will tell you otherwise but 
Come on, man. The show's frequently in the top 10 cable originals for the night. It's doing well. These numbers might not be as high as, you know, everyone would like, as the company would like, but they are doing good and they're in a decent position to earn a nice big rights fee increase when those negotiations take place later this year. Guarantee you that Warner is absolutely fine with how AWTV is doing. But while second place is good in pro wrestling, it means AEW is ahead of literally every other competitor that isn't WWE. It is quite a distant second in professional wrestling. Again, just look at the numbers that come out every single week. So what can AEW do to change that? What can they do to move towards becoming the number one someday? First, for this argument to work, I think you need to buy into the idea that AEW needs to grow. And you might not, to be fair, if you're sitting there going, hey, like, I really love this show every week. I like this, I like this. I don't want it to change. I don't want them to sacrifice the things I enjoy in the chase for numbers. I think that's an entirely fair point of view, to be perfectly honest with you. I've been in that position myself with the AEW show at various points over the years. Does the company need to grow? Well, if you're enjoying it, and like we've said, performances numbers-wise are still pretty damn good. Fair play, maybe it doesn't need to grow. But if you do think AEW needs to grow and you want it to grow, you ask a thousand different people about the best way to do this, you'll probably get a thousand different answers. Push Ricky Starks, put Miro back on television, book more than one women's match a week, do more stuff with New Japan, do less stuff with New Japan, burn an effigy of Vince McMahon live on television. Millions and millions of different ideas, some more valid than others, but Everyone's got an opinion on Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. But all of this boils down to one thing. The one thing that is critical for AEW to take that giant leap is for one of its stars, or more ideally, to catch on with the mainstream beyond pro wrestling. How do you do that? Well, there's no easy solution. 
There's no guaranteed way of making this work. You could have the best in-ring wrestler in the world, who also happens to cut the best promos, have the most heat, and work the best angles, be the most charismatic, eye-popping presence on screen. You could have that person, you could book them perfectly for 10 years, and they still might not catch on with the overall mainstream world, with pop culture, with the wider sphere. There's just no guarantee at all. So much of this is kind of to chance. Very few people make it to that point. John Cena or The Rock or whoever you want to name just doesn't come along every five minutes. And you can probably count the number of people who've been in that role for the world's biggest companies on, I don't know, two hands. You've only got two hands, but you get the point I'm trying to make. Look, great leaps forward require a great era-defining megastar. It was Hulk Hogan as WWE was coming out of the territorial era and going national. In the Attitude Era, it was Steve Austin and it was The Rock. Hey, you want to use New Japan as an example? How about Hiroshi Tanahashi saving that company from Enochism and sowing the seeds for what it would become today? Or Kazuchika Okada for taking the baton from the ace running with it and breaking all kinds of records across the board. Now, AEW needs to find its version of these wrestlers, of these gigantic, number-popping megastars. But who is it and how do they turn them in to that star? Could be the guy behind me, could be MJF. Great position to do so at the moment. World champion, obviously, just a fantastic TV wrestler across the board. And if you put him in any interview situation beyond wrestling, he's gonna look and sound great. I think Ricky Starks might be another great shout for that role. Or Britt Baker, she certainly resonates as a gigantic star on screen. Jade Cargill, another example. She could be just absolutely bigger than the business if her next few years pan out the way they should. It's not about finding the perfect in-ring wrestler or the perfect talker or the perfect this, that, or the next thing. It's finding that star power, tapping into it, and trying to see it blossom on the grandest stage. Not necessarily WrestleMania, but beyond pro wrestling. You get what I'm trying to say here with my big, dumb, mush mouth. But the thing is, even as great as these people I've just mentioned are, and a bunch of others as well, and as positive as their qualities may be, they still might not catch on to the level required to take their company to the next level. The odds of it happening are extremely slim, so all AEW can do really is ensure it is doing right by these potential stars at all times and making sure that their presentation is absolutely immaculate so that they have the best possible chance of actually doing it. The storylines, levels of protection, feuds, promos, matches, uh, the people they're paired with on screen, all of this stuff needs to be absolutely perfect. These stars in the making need to look like absolute diamonds and hope that along the way, they pick up that level of sparkle, polish, sheen, gloss, whatever you want to call it, so they can eventually break through and help the company do the same thing. They need to look and sound great, not only on AEW television, but on talk show appearances, on other TV shows, on radio, in the media everywhere, red carpets, you name it. And then, AW needs to hope that in this era where the brand is generally considered a bigger draw than the individual, albeit with some notable exceptions, that that trend is reversed and they find their answer. That is, if AEW wants to become the number one in the industry. Now, you might hear that statement and go, well, duh, of course he wants to become number one, but Tony Khan and AEW, they book a wrestling show and maybe, 
It's just a ceiling on what a more traditional style of wrestling show can do in terms of audience and growth and everything else. Maybe a product like AEW's is just destined to sit in this slot just under the number one. And you know, if, if that means keeping hold of everything that makes AEW AEW, then that might just be fine. There's little use in the company just trying to be more like WWE and copying every sports entertainment-like move that the industry giants do. If they were to do that, I mean, maybe it sounds like a nice formula on paper, but I can almost guarantee that the people who watch AEW, because it's a bit different, are gonna abandon that product. And at some point, you're gonna end up with a situation where the people that you've brought in, by changing it and making it more like WWE, are far smaller than the people you've driven off. Remember, this company is supposed to be an alternative. Can an alternative that is a little bit more grounded in reality and a lot more focused on what happens between the ropes really break through and be the number one company in all of wrestling? Well, I guess we're gonna find out over the next few years. It's certainly a tall task. The chasm is wide. AEW programming has its flaws, it has its positives. You'd think that maybe tightening a few of those flaws up and accentuating the positives would help, and I certainly agree that it would, but if it wants to take that giant leap forward, we all need to sit here and think, hey, they need that mainstream star, they need that breakthrough act that's going to conquer the world and take this place to the next level. If they had two or three of them, hey, that'd be even better. But seriously, don't sign Goldberg and have him squash the elite. I, I was just joking about that, if it wasn't already abundantly clear. Although Goldberg and AEW would be kind of fun, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Whatever the case, let us know what you think in the comments section below. Thank you for your time here. Thank you for joining me for this conversation on AEW and its position in the wrestling market. Let's continue the conversation in the comments section below. What do you think AEW can do to close the gap? Do you think it ever has a chance of becoming number one? And if so, how can it make that distance just a little less insurmountable? Let us know down in the comments. Once you've done that, you can like, share, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications. Then you can follow us on Twitter at what culture WWE? Maybe we should change that tag someday. This is an AEW video. You can follow me at Andy H Murray. The H stands for hey. Seriously, having Miro back would be quite nice. Cheers, Tony. Bye.